Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the beautiful game network, Roughneck Scarves, and of course, Icarus FC. We're the only podcast dedicated to the New York Red Bulls 2 of USL Championship, a league that used to play. <laughs> Not so much now, but that's all right. They're getting back to it. We'll be able to see them soon. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, it's unlikely, I think, that they're going to come back this summer, but I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It sounds like July is, is the kind of, uh, time frame that everybody's aiming for right now. Uh, today on the show, talk to Derry Korf. He's a first year player for New York Red Bulls two. He was the league two golden boot winner and, uh, MVP one year ago. Came onto the team. He's playing sort of a hybrid uh, winger or, or striker. We haven't really seen him out there yet, so we don't know exactly. We just know what John had talked about ahead of the season. And uh, yeah, it was a nice talk. It was nice to talk to him and um, another Liverpool fan. Always like to talk to them. Uh, I do make a little uh, light of the idea that, uh, of course, the year that they might win the championship, um, the season looks like it's going to be called off. Uh, I could also just be pessimistic there, but uh, I hope everyone knows that that was just in jest and not uh, serious. Obviously, there's some bigger concerns right now than who wins the Premier League. Uh, in any event, I've enjoyed doing some of these quarantine streams. We've got another one coming up. Streams? This is not a stream. I don't know what I'm doing. we got another one coming up next week. Uh, but uh, for, for now, just enjoy my conversation with Derek Korf. Thanks for listening, guys. And we're back. We've got more quarantine content for you guys. And joining me today, it's Derry Korf. Hey, Derek. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Does anybody ever ask you if you're a fan of Letterkenny? Of what? <laughs> That's a big no. Uh, <laughs> there's a character on a, on a show uh, called Letterkenny named Derry. And, uh, oh, no, I have no uh, idea. Fair. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, clearly you're not watching a lot of TV, or maybe you're not. Um what are you doing to keep busy during uh, all this? Uh, well, we're doing a lot of workouts at the minute on like Zoom and stuff with Eric. And uh, we're also doing some conditioning work. He's setting programs for us to go to the field and do a lot of running. But other than that, I'm playing a lot of Xbox, uh, Call of Duty War Zones, you know, to <laughs> help, the pa- help time pass by. That's sort of what I'm doing at the minute with my friends. But, yeah. A little, little PvP action. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Um how how weird is it to be doing team meetings and sessions over Zoom? Yeah, it's definitely something that it's hard to get your head around, but it's definitely something that needs to be done. You know, we've got to keep busy, keep ticking over, you know, prepare for when the season, you know, may come back. So it's important and it keeps the team camaraderie up as well. When you guys talk about the season this year, does it feel like it's getting too far away now to, to get back and to really complete it the right way? It's, uh, it's hard to say, really. 
you know, we're just taking it day by day and whatever the league comes up with, you know, we're happy to stand by them and just go with it. Right. Um, you came to the team from uh, the, the lower divisions of USL. Uh, in fact, you, you won the golden boot and I believe were the MVP that same year, last year. Uh, what's the jump been like for you from, from that to, to what it's been like at the Red Bulls? Uh, it's definitely been a big jump, I think. Uh, you know, the Red Bulls, they have a very high demand when it comes to intensity of play. And uh, playing in the USL League 2 in the Summer League, it was uh, it's a bit more, you know, light and a bit more easy to do, I guess, because it's like the off-season for the college. So it's, uh, it's still very competitive, but coming into a professional environment, as you can imagine, the demands are much higher and you've got to be on the top of your game every day because the players around you are at the same quality if not better. And you you were playing in the same division as the Red Bull U23s, right? Yeah. Was that at all weird? Were they uh, courting you at that point, or did you have any clue? Uh, no, I didn't have too much uh, idea about that, actually. I just play in every game as it comes in the summer. And then yeah. after my college season, that's when I started to have a better understanding of like they were in- interested in me. Were you one of the, the people who were invited to the local combine? Yeah, I went to the combine in December with uh, one of my teammates, and uh, it was a really good experience. I think that's what really helped me get on the map with them. And then you got to travel in preseason with them. So uh, a, a lot of change all at once for you, right? So you just finished college. Uh, you get drafted by, by the Red Bulls. And, I mean, I guess you had some idea because you were at the um, – that like winter local combine um but it, it still had to be a nice feeling getting drafted oh definitely you know being an international as well i know the i know the chances are a bit slim and uh you know to get my name like called out was you know it was a very proud moment for me and my family and uh i was back home in england as well so i had a few of my friends around watching it which was quite nerve-wracking <laughs> did you just come here uh to the u.s to to go to school yeah, so I went to the U.S. in like 2016 at a small NAIA school called uh, Rio Grande, and that's mm-hmm. where I started my uh, college career. Uh, what what brought you out there? <laughs> Honestly, uh, you know, I had good contact with uh, an English coach who basically just, uh, we had a very good connection, and I just trusted him and thought, okay, I'll just, I'll go there and see see how it is. But to be honest with you, I didn't have too much idea of the divisions, the levels, it was just like, oh, I needed a fresh start. I needed somewhere to play football again and, you know, fall back in love with the game. What had happened uh, previously that made you fall out of love with the game? Uh, as you can imagine, in England as well, you know, it's a very high level. And uh, during my time, I might say it was like the best times of my life. But, you know, sometimes you're not playing, you know, opinions. And it can be a difficult time for a player when you're not playing. And uh, I was just like wanting to enjoy football again, just get back playing and just uh, being the old, being my old self again, basically. Does it feel like maybe there's limited opportunity because of in a, an academy like that? I mean, you have so many uh, spots that are uh, available to, to any one player and that is constantly closing because there's so many uh, players that are up for it. Yeah, <clears throat> completely agree. You know, especially at Man City, it's, look at the players they've got on the first team right <laughs> to even like break into that would be i don't even know what the chances are but it's very very low 
and then even to progress from the under 18s to the under 23s is still a big jump as well as there's a lot of like foreign players who come over who are very very good players and then you've got even the best players in England come in for from all the different clubs in the country because they get the pick of the bunch basically right so you've got to be at the top of your game and coming over here so you went from what i would imagine would be a pretty uh intense uh, academy life with man city and then college which is very different uh especially i mean you've got the shorter seasons um you're not training as much or for as long i would imagine it, it had to be a bizarre right yeah it definitely was and it was it was very bizarre going to rio grande i don't know if you know much about it but uh you know the people are great but there's, it's in the middle of nowhere, basically. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, coming over from England and thinking I was going to, you know, to a typical place in America, not doing much and turning up and there's only one McDonald's, one Subway and a Bob Evans, you know, breakfast place. That was <laughs> it, you know, it took me back a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was hard to get my head round. And But in terms of like the college season, yeah, definitely it's, it's very intense. It's very compact and, you know, you can get injured very easy and you miss, uh, you can miss like five games in a space of two weeks. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's like an eternity in the college season too. Yeah. Um, what was something that maybe surprised you uh, besides uh, the sparseness um, uh, of your college um, surroundings? What was something that surprised you when you got here? Uh, just, just how uh, like school sports are so like highly praised and, fans take notice of it in England like university sports aren't really followed that great uh whereas over here you have like the NCAA and you have loads of fans turning up to games people playing you know soccer basketball and it's just a great uh it's a great event for people I think that's what took me took me by surprise the most is just how people follow it so much very fair uh and now you're with Red Bull the season gets kind of crazy because of, of the stoppage and you'd only really just begun. But uh, what, what was your uh, feeling in terms of like how you were settling into the squad and how the squad was uh, coming together? Were there any players maybe that, that made that transition easier? Yeah. So I'm, I'm living in the house right now with, you know, Preston and Seb and uh, they made it very easy for me to get settled. You know, they invited me around to the house a lot before I moved in. You know, got to know everyone really well, and the team as well. We all we all get along really good. We went to pre-season together, so as you can imagine, we're with each other every day for like this space of a week or two. So it, I settled in pretty quick. I'm quite an out- outgoing guy, so I can find my place pretty easy. That's got to be important right now too, because everybody's just kind of stuck together for the moment. Yeah, it's a it's a different situation. <laughs> uh, well. Derek, this has been fantastic. Uh, if you're ready for it, I will subject you to the lightning round. Sounds good to me. All right. First up, popcorn, yes or no? Yes. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Uh, Super Mario or Sonic the Hedgehog? Super Mario. Favorite team to play as in FIFA? Liverpool. Excellent. Oh, I forgot that you're a Liverpool guy. Uh, uh, can you believe the the sort of? I mean, it's ridiculous, and this is a very situation, uh, a very um, serious situation, rather. 
uh, for everyone involved. But of course, the year where it seems like they finally will win the the title, global catastrophe. Yeah, it's it's just yeah, it's very very weird. Like the whole thing is definitely a weird situation. But obviously, they've come so close to winning it. As a Liverpool fan, you know you want them to get the trophy one way or another. But everyone's health and the rest of the world is more important than you know Liverpool winning the Premier oh, League. One hundred percent. It's just it, it's one of those things that if I had read it, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and last but not least. Who has the worst haircut on the New York Red Bulls too? Uh, Sharif. <laughs> oh, no. He's racking up the early votes. Uh, we're going to have to talk to him soon and see what he says. He's going for the skinhead. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, Derry, thank you so much for coming on. I, I hope that uh, you and your family and everyone uh, in the house stays uh, healthy and safe. And hopefully this is all done sooner rather than later. Thanks for having me. And same to you too. Thank you very much. Well, that's today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it offered a little bit of sunshine on this, in this otherwise weird and bleak time. Um, thank you for following along. You know, I haven't been doing the, the sign off as normal throughout any of this. I just feel like <laughs> it's not that time. Uh, but of course, we're, we're brought to you by BGN.FM, Icarus FC, and Roughneck Scarves. Um, Please go out there. Well, don't go out there. Stay home. Be safe. Uh, keep taking precautions. Let's get through this thing together. And we'll keep bringing you content when we can. Thank you very much and have a good night.